FM Rewind, Bao eighty eight point one. Area code. Um, we are joined by on the line by Colleen Makubele, the leader of SARA, the South African Rainbow Alliance. Right, uh, Miss Colleen, how are you? Good morning. I'm good. Thanks. How are you? And good morning to the listeners. Thank you so much for joining us. I mean, it's such an honor um, to have you join us on this call. I do want to know, I mean, yesterday um, you gave, you know, a review basically of the sonar had been given that, you know, it means nothing to the ordinary South African because um, the promises that have been made have been made before and have not been kept. And even the newer ones, we don't have, you know, the hope and the trust that they will be kept. How do you feel about what was said yesterday um, at the State of the Nation's address? Um, look, uh, we are very disappointed that uh, the President, instead of addressing real issues that are affecting us, our young graduates, affecting uh, service delivery, the policies that are implemented that are not creating jobs, creating economic growth, he went on electioneering, and to the extent that um, he's got this Tinsualo generation that he's describing, um, that really shows how out of touch, you know, he is with the reality. Ramaphosa has just become a scam. And now the attempt to scam this uh, new generation that is frustrated, this generation that is unemployed, this generation that NSFAS has messed up their ambitions and dreams, some of them had to quit schools. Doctors are at home, not working. You know, we've got um, a high debt burden in this country. When uh, in 2006, we had 34% of our debt to GDP. Now our debt ratio is 74% to GDP. We are in a position where we are not generating growth. You know, out of 23 million people that are working, which is um, 36% of the adults in this country that are working only five million are eligible for tax and those are the people carrying the burden that's because all the rest of these millions are are in an unskilled job they are not earning sufficiently to be able to contribute to tax so all of these pipe dreams that is talking about we just don't know where the money is coming from whether they're going to be borrowing more debts, uh, we, we, we don't know how we are going to even repay that. One billion rand a day is spent every day servicing this debt, which accumulated. It's even more than our health budget, more than our education budget. No wonder we are where we are in terms of education. You look at the state-owned entities, which it didn't uh, touch, much, touch much on, post office, you know, it's non-functional anymore. All the branches are closed. We are retrenching people there. Sasa Grants is another uh, a NESFA scheme as well. We are paying ghost people there. SAA is no longer existent. ESCOM, we can't even talk about load shedding. You can't even study in your universities because of this load shedding. Prasa, no trains are on the tracks. You look at Transnet, we used to rank in the top 10 of the ports all over the world. He talks about the ports without giving this picture. We are now, our Eastern Cape port is ranking 351st out of 351 ports around the world. The Cape Town port has degraded to 347th out of 351 ports in the world. We, we, we have just gone down in everything since the uh, 2008 up until now. The policies have shifted. We have um, ostracized business. We have made 
enemy of business. Business is not reinvesting to create jobs. They are no longer offering bursaries to our children. So what is the state of the nation that is talking about? What is this Tinsualo generation? Who is it that is talking about that has really experienced this glorious uh, uh, future and uh, is comfortable in South Africa? I think it's lost track, it's lost touch. It's really a scam. It's an electioneering scam. Mm-mm-mm. I hear you. That's quite the strong views right there. But um, one of the questions would be then, um, were there any real solutions uh, presented there that you think, as Sarah, maybe are viable, but you would wish maybe, you know, that you know, they, they were implementable? Look, uh, we didn't pick up any real solution. And now we are comparing to his other sonas that he came up with issues like bullet trains and they're going to do infrastructure programs. We're going to uh, finish load shedding. I mean, what do we take anymore? We are just fed a bunch of lies. Look, um, there's always plans that sound good on but the project and capital project for the matter that has executed successfully. So we don't know whether we can call them real plans. Yes, there are plans on paper that is presenting. I think his cabinet, his government, his situation is capable of implementing those plans. There need to be a total on the people that are leading the people to take these plans and turn them into realizable plans with real figures, real timelines, so that we attach in, in terms of value and impact as well to our people and see them through. But the current crop of uh, leadership and politics that we have, even some of the officials capable of doing that, we don't want to get our hopes high again mm. because uh, it has left deep scars in our young people, in our grandmothers. Uh, there's no water now. I'm sitting here at home. There's no water. You know, uh, uh, load shedding is going to hit soon. So so we, we are trapped by what we see with this government. Uh, we, we, it's like we are in a storm. We have no hope for an umbrella. The only umbrella that we have, they've torn it up. You know, they have corrupted and eaten all that money that was supposed to help us rebuild this country, turn around electricity. And, you know, like, my point is, there's 800 billion procurement back in this country annually. 800 billion is set up to Ms. Colleen, there's... The, the there's seemingly a problem also with your network um, because uh, we, we you're cutting and so we can't hear you as proper um, as, as, um, as we should. My apologies. My, this is what we are talking about. We have not even been able to implement proper technology, you know, since they've told us about digital migration 20 years ago. That's why we don't have network to connect. We don't have a, 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 a proper infrastructure to be able to have a good conversation like a, a first world country would. Yes. So I apologize for that. But my last point was that 800 billion rands is the procurement spend, the procurement budget for our uh, government annually. And out of that, 30% of that is wasted in inflated prices for corruption, irregular expenditure, theft, and all of these irregularities that National Treasury has reported upon. And this 800 billion is supposed to be implementing these programs. 
Mm. Um, I'm asking you to hold so that we can be able to continue the conversation because right now um, it is time for our news headlines right here. But if you could hold and that we could sure. continue our, our conversation after the news headlines. Thank you so, so much. And that is the conversation in which we are currently having with Ms. Uh, Colleen Makubele, um, who is, you know, um, the leader of South African Rainbow Alliance. Area code. We're still continuing also in thin our top stories uh, with the conversation that we're currently having with the Sarah leader, the South African Rainbow Alliance leader, Colleen Makubele, on what had happened yesterday um, at the SONA, some of the promises and that were being made um, by, you know, the country's president, Sarah Ramaphosa, and how maybe unfeasible they are and how no solution really has been brought up um, at, at such a time. Ms. Colleen, you were making your last point before um, I came in. Yeah, I don't know if you heard about the, our procurement spend and how much is lost to corruption. Mm, I hadn't heard that. How much, we, how much are we losing? So, um, our procurement budget annually as a country is 800 billion rands. And out of that annual uh, budget, National Treasury has reported that 30 to 40% of that is lost on corruption, is lost on inflated prices by cadres, is lost on theft, is lost on irregular expenditure. You calculate that it's almost 300 billion rands. That goes unaccounted for. And this is the money that should be used to implement those programs, assist young people and create jobs, you know, uh, benefit society. But none of that, none of that he spoke about how he's going to curb it. Mm-hmm. So for, for us, it's important because once you have plans and you don't know where you're going to get the money from, it's a problem. Because we are already highly, highly indebted. You know, if I say 74% of our GDP is debt, so where are you going to get the money for these additional programs? And he has not given us a plan on how are we going to deal with this high debt burden in the country. Because that is what is stifling growth as well. If you look at the previous policies under President Tabombeki, the gear was fighting this debt. They were sitting at 40% of GDP and debt when uh, President Beki was removed. Now we are 74%. And we can't even, we have no solution how to get out of it. And now you want to give us plans on how you're going to turn around the economy. How? Because this economic engine is exhausted right now. So um, we're disappointed that it was an electioneering speech. We didn't hear anything about how they are going to really turn around our basic crisis of water. You go to Limpopo, you go to Northwest, people have no water. People have to buy water. You know, the biggest business right now is uh, people with buckets who can carry the gubu to go and buy water for people so they can have sanitation, they can have drinking water, they can cook, you know, and it's happening daily. And I'm not even talking about villages, I'm talking about townships that the taps are dry because of this corruption. If we cannot solve water issue, you cannot have investment. Even if you invite people to come and invest, water is such a critical economic resource. Which company is going to come and invest in Limpopo, in Northwest, even in some parts of Mpumalanga, if there's no water? Power, yes, maybe you can work around it and put on your solar or any alternative energy in the meanwhile. But water, you already killed the investment. There's no way somebody's going to bank their money on that and create jobs. Mm. So how are they going to create jobs practically? So we have to be very pragmatic when we listen to these glossy speeches and then rate with the performance of the past. Where can we pick to say, indeed, there was performance here? Hardly. Mm, 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 you can hardly pick anything, really. 
Mm, I hear you have shared yeah. quite the strong opinions and quite the strong um, insights, and which are valid even. Um, you know, even mm. the South African citizen can be able to see some of the things in which you have come to say here. But then, thank you so much for engaging in this conversation with us. I mean, you've shed some light as to what has yes. happened um, uh, yesterday thank at the you. Sona. Thank you, sir. Thank you, thank you. And uh, that is a conversation that we just wrapped up um, with Ms. Colleen Makubele, who is the leader of SARA, um, the South African Rainbow Alliance, right? Um, speaking on what had happened yesterday at the SONA, how the president of the country has not provided you know, any solutions to any of the issues that we have um, in the country. He has not spoken to address um, our load shedding issue. He has not spoken to address any of the issues that we actually have. There's many issues. Uh, what he had come to say, he was speaking about um, Tinsuano, democracy's uh, child, and uh, which is not very, you know, a reality that a lot um, of people come to live, especially people who are as young and even younger uh, than Tinsuano. Area code FM Rewind File 88.1